This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Well, hi, James. Thank you very much for joining us live from Paris to preview Liverpool's match against PSG tonight. Disappointingly, the weather doesn't sound any better than it is back on Merseyside. No, it's not. No, it's been pretty uh, pretty damp and, and dreary in the in the French capital since we arrived about 20 or 24 hours ago. Um, but uh, but I, yeah, I've seen a lot of Liverpool fans trying to, trying to shelter from the elements. Uh, absolutely... Hundreds and hundreds of them descending on on Paris uh, today. Um, many of them still looking for tickets, actually, because you know, I think that this this has been the the, the kind of the, the one trip, probably in the group stages, that more than any you know the fans have been excited about and looking forward to. And yeah, there's there's uh, there's a, been a real clamour to try and lay your hands on on tickets, and there's plenty still looking for them. Yeah, was it a quiet night for yourself last night after doing the press conferences, or did you and the lads sample the bright lights of Paris? <laughs> <laughs> we sampled a few, a few bright lights. Yeah, not, not. It was. I must admit, it was. You know, the weather was that bad. You'd have had to have been a very brave man to uh, to venture too far. But uh, no, we were staying in 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 the neighbourhood actually near to near to the uh, Parc de Prince, which is uh, it, it's it's probably one of the nicest areas of Paris actually in terms of. Uh, Roland Garros is only just around the corner where the where the tennis is. And, um, so yeah, I think I think Stade de France is, from what I've heard, is very different in terms of I think you need to be pretty careful around yeah. around that area. But uh, but no, it's yeah, no complaints. It's it's pretty 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 nice around here. And yeah, the uh, clock was on good form at the at the press conference yesterday. I yeah. think <laughs> and people probably would have seen is what uh, <laughs> you know the uh, his, his comments to the translator because uh, you know. <laughs> The way that it worked was he, t- he took questions from English reporters first, and then and then the, the French guys had their turn, and uh, so Klopp had an earpiece just to um, you know t- to translate the the French questions into English for him, and uh, yeah, he brought the house down by uh, by telling that it was actually a fella doing it. He said, he said to, you know, you've got a very erotic voice. Con- congratulations! Wow, <laughs> could you just say that to me again? So, uh, yeah, I think the uh, the whole the whole room descended into uh, into laughter. Um, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't giving too much away about his team selection for tonight, but he had a smile on his face despite the fact that he'd uh, he'd been stuck in traffic for the, the best part of an hour and a half to to get across Paris to fulfil his media duties. How much do you think that win on Saturday helped his mood? Because it felt significant then that you know you could see his celebrations when the third goal went in because it was a bit of a banana skin, wasn't it, Watford going into these two massive games against PSG and then Everton in the derby? Yeah, I think I think you could sense it from just his body language when certainly when when that third goal went in on on Saturday at Watford and then at the final whistle, I think he he sensed that was a real significant one because I think you could. You could kind of tell in the build-up to it that he was well for a start, as you said. Then it was the start of a of an absolutely crunch run for Liverpool, and, and also you know it's never easy straight after the international break. I think he said himself he'd only had one full day to prepare for, with his full squad, but before that, and that's you know it was, it was a really tricky game. Vicarage rode away on the back of the international break, and you know, it was a pretty horrible afternoon down there. It was the, the, the kind of you know the conditions. You know, it was the perfect banana skin, really. But Liverpool managed to avoid it, um, and, and won in some style in the end after having to dig deep and scrap during the first half. So, uh, yeah, it was the, the perfect start to a, a pivotal run, and, and and now 
Um, you know, it certainly doesn't get any easier with, with PSG away and then Everton awaiting at Anfield on Sunday. PSG, you know, you've seen them already this season at Anfield. Do you think they'll be better than they were that night? Because I know Liverpool won 3-2, but that, that flattered PSG a bit, didn't it? Yeah, it, it certainly did on the night. I think um, Liverpool were much the better side. They should have should have killed them off. Uh, they didn't, you know, obviously when Mbappe equalised with about six or seven minutes to go, it looked like Liverpool were going to pay for, for not making that dominance count and then Firmino popped up and settled it at the death. I think it's, it's just got the makings of an absolutely fascinating game. I think it was sometimes sometimes when you come on these trips you you miss the home press conference because of the way that you know they the, your travel arrangements are and sometimes they do they do their press duties earlier in the day but Tuchel was only an hour before clock um on Tuesday so I was able to to get that and listen to him and I think you know I think you know certainly came away thinking wow you know he he's under a lot more pressure mm-hmm. in going into this game than than, than Klopp is you know it's with the amount of money that, that PSG have spent, you know their, their front three cost four hundred million pound alone. You know th- th- this this team was built, to, you know, not just to compete but to win the Champions League, and um, you know they're they're in you know, they're in a bit of trouble in terms of you know this is huge for them. You know if they if Liverpool win here tonight, you know then then PSG will be will be out if if, if Napoli beat um, uh, Red Star, so. Yeah, it was. So Klopp was certainly the more relaxed of the, the two managers, and it was interesting listening to Tuchel talk about how much he admired the team ethic um, at Liverpool. And the, he said, you know, when you think of the word team, you know, you end up at Liverpool because they epitomise that and the way that they they work together and that that spirit that Klopp has, has has really created over the last three and a half years. And then, you know, I think reading between the lines, what he was saying was. Those are things that, at the moment, PSG don't have. You know, they've got some ridiculously gifted individual players, but um, you know, they're not a, a team in the true sense of the word. And um, yeah, it's, it's just going to be. It's just one of those games you absolutely you can't wait for kickoff to come around because, you know, and hopefully the fact that it's it's not do or die for Liverpool will enable them to play with some freedom and and, and confidence and and get the result that would avoid it going down to the last game for Klopp's side. You certainly sound excited. You've been covering Liverpool for a good time now, uh, followed the club all around the world. You still obviously get that buzz when you're doing a game like tonight. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. Especially especially when you know the atmosphere is going to be you know, absolutely electric. I was speaking to John Murray from the BBC, actually, and he was, he was saying that he, he went to a PSG game, I think it was earlier on this season, against, only against the mid-table team in, in Liga, and... And he was saying that um, he said, he said you know, he couldn't believe just how electric the atmosphere was, and you know, he, you know, he's, because he, he said you, know, you think of the equivalent in England with you know, you know a, a team at the top against a team halfway down the league that they're expected to beat. Sometimes the atmosphere can be quite flat, but you know, he, he said their fans were were tremendous in terms of getting behind them, and that they were they were very good at Anfield. And I think yes, that all that all adds to the occasion. Um, yeah, it's, you know, when you've got, I think, you know, it doesn't really get much better, does it? When you've got Salah, Firmino, and Mane up against Cavani, Mbappe, and Neymar, you know, it's you, you couldn't really get more of a, a mouth-watering spectacle than that. And it just it, for Liverpool, I think it's it's the, this is a game where you know if they can get a positive result, it, it, it really kind of restores your your faith that they that they could go along you know a long long way in this competition this season because you know d- despite having 
you know, pretty plain sailing domestically. They you know, they haven't been great since that three two win over PSG. Yeah. Um, you know, especially away from home. You know, Klopp. You know, I asked Klopp about the uh, you know the away form in Europe, and he he kind of dismissed it and and said that uh, he wasn't worried about it. He didn't think it was a pattern because you know if you go back to to Roma, um, the semi final away there back in early May, then the final, you know, then Naples, then Red Star. It's kind of like four four successive away European trips where Liverpool have. Have, have been defeated, but uh, you know he insisted they were they were all very different scenarios. He you know he shrugged off the idea that it was a case of players not being able to handle hostile surroundings, and you know I think I think tonight will will tell us uh, you know a lot about this Liverpool team and and whether you know they whether they do have, still have that ingrained ability to to go to really imposing places and and, and dig out a result. Just a final one. Uh, I know you've done an article on the site uh, last night, this morning, uh, quoting Klopp about Mohamed Salah, you know, how he's back to his blistering best. And I was reading it earlier today, and some of the stats, the Champions League ones in particular, are incredible, aren't they? It's, it's crazy to think that there were some people saying, oh, he might be going through a bit of a crisis, a crisis of confidence earlier this season. But his, his record's just remarkable. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think it was interesting listening to Klopp because he was almost saying there was kind of two two things to it from his perspective in terms of what had enabled Salah to get back to his, his best over the last month because you know sometimes you get accused of making too much out of little things and but I don't think that was the case with Salah I think there was a genuine source of concern earlier on in the year you know what was it three goals in his first 11 appearances of the season um you know when he when he was getting into decent positions he looked kind of bizarrely short of confidence and and was snatching at chances and you know, you got the impression he, he wasn't a hundred percent fully fit, and Klopp feels like the difference now. I think he scored six goals in his last seven games for the Reds. That he, you know, he said I think his quote was his body is back, mm-hmm. um, which I think you know he meant in terms of obviously after the shoulder injury he suffered in the Champions League final, um, you know, getting complete and utter faith in that again, and, and also just building up that match fitness after. You know, a grueling season for him with you know rushing back to play in the World Cup and then having quite a short break before pre-season started. But I think the other side of it was that Klopp spoke about was was the mental side in terms of he said you know when when Mo came back, you know all the talk was you know can he score forty four goals again when he doesn't get off to a flyer? People are questioning that, and I think that was always going to happen just because you know he, he had such a ridiculously impressive first year at the club, but. You know, it was it was always going to be you know could he handle that extra pressure and spotlight and scrutiny on him um, and after you know a difficult couple of months he's he certainly proved that he can and you know the fact that Liverpool have got Mo Salah back back and, and flying going into this game um, feels like it's going to be you know really really crucial to the outcome because you know I think anyone who watched that game at Anfield will will know that. PSG's front three are capable of doing damage to anyone, but um, you know the likes of Neymar doesn't particularly uh, not particularly interested in defensive duties and tracking back. And um, Liverpool will definitely get their chances on the counter attack tonight. And I think certainly that that third goal at Watford on Saturday was a, a sign that they're getting back to their best in terms of being able to punish teams on the counter. Um, and obviously Salah's going to be. Uh, a key part of that tonight. I think selection-wise will be interesting. I think um, you know we do our team selector on the Echo site, and I, w- I would expect Klopp to go back to a four-three-three tonight. I <laughs> think um, 
it was it was Henderson, Wijnaldum, and Milner, the midfield three when Liverpool beat PSG back in September, and it, it wouldn't surprise me if he went with the same again. Um, and I think the other, you know, the, the other one for him is defensively, does he play Joe Gomez, bring him in at right back maybe, and stick with Lovren and Van Dijk in the middle, um, or or play Trent and, and put Gomez alongside Van Dijk. I, th- I think, you know, my suspicion would be that uh, that Gomez would would start at right back. But yeah, he's got a few big decisions to make. Um, but there's, yeah, there's no doubt that you know there's there's more pressure on PSG. Uh, going into this one, I think you know one of other clubs standout quotes from from last night was he said, you know, PSG have to have to win. Yeah. Uh, we want to win, and uh, you know, hopefully um, that will will work in Liverpool's favour. James, thanks very much for your time, mate. Enjoy the under nineteens and then the the main show tonight. Cheers. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.